live from your favorite podcasting platform. It's Wednesday night with special guest Timmy Power Gamer. And here's your hosts, Chase and EK. That was great. I thought you were going to do a hip hop air horn there for a second. I was like, that's the wrong intro. No, that's the wrong intro. <laughs> I think that was professional <laughs> yeah. sounding. I think that was yeah. great. Yeah, this is this is SNL, not Wildin' Out. Big difference. SNL, more like EDH. What? Three Dang. letters. No punches. Why didn't pulled. I think of that? <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. This is uh, your favorite <laughs> podcast hosted by your two favorite Big Timmy idiots on the internet, Chase and EK. Yeah. Uh, if you want to support this show, Chase, how can they support this show? Because I think that's really cool. Well, G Willikers, my good friend, I'm so glad you asked that question. Um, you can support the show by uh, finding us on all podcast platforms and subbing to us there. You can also find us on YouTube. And please feel free to uh, leave a comment and a like. Show some support to us as it helps us uh, defeat the evil algorithm overlords, as you so lovely put it. It also gives us the good brain chemicals, which I'm really about these days. Spread yeah, that positivity. I- I need them. My brain needs the little scritches, you know? So this episode's kind of a weird one, but also not really because we're talking about our wheelhouse, which is deck building. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about decks that Chase doesn't like to build, which is yep. green decks, mm-hmm. like anything related to the color green. Uh, because you sort of kind of, not really, but sort of kind of did have an epiphany about green recently. And I wanted to talk about that because I thought that was so interesting. I I don't I don't want to call it an epiphany so much as I am I am I am you know testing out the waters. All right, I am sticking to my New Year's resolution that we set out however many episodes ago. I want to be I want to be a better deck builder, and that means being uncomfortable and quite literally eating my vegetables. So I we're here today to talk about some vegetables. <laughs> we are here to talk about broccoli lands. Well, they all look like broccoli to me. So I guess the the place to start mm-hmm. would be to like actually talk about green and kind of dissect why you don't like green. Yes. And to figure out why you don't like green, I guess we need to figure out what is green. Mm-hmm. So what's the first thing that you think of when you think of green? Um, The word, the first word that comes to mind when I think of green is easy. That's the, that's the word that comes to mind is easy. I'm not saying, oh, like only people play green because it's easy color to, to play. It just, to me, it feels like everything is kind of handed to you in green. And I like to struggle a little bit to achieve things when I deck build or when I'm playing a deck. I like to, you know, kind of do like the, the weird sort of like, uh, it's always sunny connecting the lines on like the piece Pepe of paper, Sylvia whatever. Kind of Pepe vibe. Sylvia. I like to pull Pepe Sylvia and this isn't Pepe Sylvia. It's like, it's like Pennsylvania, you know, like we get it. <laughs> it's just, it's too easy for me. I I like to think of green for better or worse as the training wheels of commander. Mm-hmm. Green is, you know, kind of like we talked about before we started recording. Green mm-hmm. is the best support color in commander. Green yes. lets you do your thing more consistently a little bit better because you've got a little bit more mana and a little mm. bit more card draw because what does green do best makes a lot of mana draws a bunch of cards yeah so it's 
like looking at the the top 100 cards on EDH Rook for green, which we're not naming all 100, but like you have the top cards are Cultivate, Beast Within, Rampant Growth, Kodama's Reach, Far Seek. Like those are all good pieces to run in non green decks or decks that have green as a support color because it helps you get those other lands to me green just feels like it's a good way to help facilitate other strategies a little bit faster i'm gonna cut you off there real quick uh-huh. literally 11 of the top 15 green cards according to edh rec are ramp cards well then there we go like, you see just straight up it's like i like to see green as like when you when you put green in another deck you are drinking a Red Bull. Like, you're going to get there faster, you know? Like, it doesn't taste good, but you're going to, you know? And that's just kind of how I feel like with green is, like, it gets it gets you where you need to go a lot quicker than you normally would be able to. At the same time, though, just because green is the best support color doesn't mean that it doesn't have its own problems. Like, mm-hmm. um, green's removal in particular is something that i actually consider like the biggest fatal flaw of green Mm -hmm. i don't think the removal is great in green it exists yeah but it's kind of its own entity i would agree with that statement green i because when you said that originally i'm not i'm gonna be extremely honest because i also want to acknowledge my flaws with with like you know deck building nobody's perfect and when you said green struggles a little bit with removal in my head i was like what are you talking about no it doesn't but then i took a minute and realized okay green only has one really common consistent flat out removal for anything beast within but largely green's removal focuses on artifacts and enchantments you don't really have a lot of creature removal unless it's some of the weirder things, you know, like those fight spells, which is technically removal in green because you have a lot of big creatures you can fight and kill off a lot of small. But you always need have. a second card for that, mm-hmm. that fight spell to work. Yeah. Green technically does have removal. It's just very old and it's very weird. Way back when, let's get in the time machine. Let's go back to the 90s. All right, lay it on me. The red card Earthquake, mm-hmm. uh, which is an X spell. You're very familiar with it. Deals damage to each creature without flying and each player. Hurricane. Yeah. I love Hurricane. I do like Hurricane. Green has a reverse earthquake where it only hits flyers and players. So just throughout the history of green, it's just always been doing the opposite of what all the other colors have been doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like green technically does have a wrath. Uh, I would technically sort of consider Azurius Predation are a green wrath, but it's yes. eight mana. Uh, it only deals upwards of, you know, four damage. Like you need damage doublers or token doublers to be able to scale up and remove anything bigger than four toughness. But anything that survives, you get to keep. So then you just get a board out of it. That segues into something interesting that you, you've mentioned in the past mm-hmm. where like, green's removal is basically player removal yes it is what do you do when you play all of these big green creatures and you need to do player removal you go to combat yeah the thing that you don't like to do 
I was about to say, because like, and I'm really glad you brought this up because I really do think that Green's removal is built into its creatures and the fact that you get these big creatures, you swing and you win. And of course, there's like very big pump spells, but like, I don't like moving to combat. I'm tentative. I'm a very cautious player. I don't like to overextend. And I feel like I tend to do that when I move to combat. So I tend to hold back. But, um, you know, like, what is it? Finale of Devastation is a great wing conning green that to me doesn't read as tutor it reads as i'm going to kill you now because it is that good that then and there i'm pretty sure that's like the reason why you haven't given green a chance Mm -hmm. between that and feeling kind of pigeon held but at the same time like i don't think green pigeon holds anybody i think green opens up possibilities i i view green more as and I feel I view green more as a way to help other colors to, and, and that's mm-hmm. just, that's my own personal, you know, issues with deck building. I don't see it as its own independent color with its own strengths. I just solely view it as like you said, the training wheels, but I really have been wanting to change that. Um, just because like, to me, green feels like it's too easy and it hands me everything. And that's why I'm trying to like find ways to, to not do that in my own personal journey, we've, we've kind of talked a little bit about in here that that was one of my New Year's resolutions is wanting to um, make make myself build something green. And at first I thought I was going to do it by running multiple colors and then green and then kind of whittle my way down until I'm just mono green. But that just didn't really feel like fun to me. And so I'm kind of throwing myself into the to the to the deep end of green gooey goopiness and just doing mono green right out of the gate so i guess that begs the question where where are you at like you're starting with mono green but like where would you actually want to start uh like are you going all the way and like trying to find a polar extreme or there's this case of finding something that you like to do in other colors mm-hmm. and trying to do it in a green way. I I really want to not find comfort in this. I really don't want to find comfort in this because we've talked about this before. I feel like deck building is like, you know, working out a muscle. Um, and I haven't, haven't been hitting green, you know, at all. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I really you, want to like push like myself. Day? essentially with green i've been skipping leg day and it's my greatest weakness and i really want to to just kind of dive head in head first and just kind of figure out how green is and weirdly enough that process for me is finding cards in the 99 i like as opposed to finding a commander i like because i genuinely i even posted a poll not even a poll on twitter i posted a question on twitter being like what are some good green commanders you think i would like and i'm just not really finding anything that fits me right now is weird i mean that's actually part of the reason why my initial thought for trying to explore green in a broader way was to find a commander that wasn't mono green and then just focusing heavily on green in your 99 uh, because the build arounds mm-hmm. in the 99 are a lot more compelling than just a dork in the command zone or just a big thing like thrun in the command mm-hmm. zone uh, I think you can have a lot more fun playing your wild pairs. Play that lets you, you know, tutor um, matching power toughness sort of stuff. So like picking a number, finding a theme that way, or um, just building around like lurking predators and playing sixty creatures in your deck and putting everything on a stick. 
or even uh like one of my favorite cards uh these days for green is unbound flourishing and this is one that i thought that you would find your way towards uh this is an enchantment whenever you cast a permanent spell with a mana that contains x double the value of x whenever you cast an instant or sorcery or activate an ability if that spell's mana cost or that ability's activation cost contains x copy that spell or ability you can choose new targets for the copy and see like that feels like a very is it thing to do in green so i i found it interesting that you maybe didn't end up in that direction first but it makes sense because you are trying to do something completely different well that's exactly the reason why i don't like it it's too similar to things i already do it's too similar Mm -hmm. to things i already like and the whole point of this like exercise for me is to be uncomfortable and so i really don't want to like lean on like things that feel good like i on my post when i um was like, I really want to do a green commander. Somebody was like, you should do Zyrus the Writhing Storm, which is two and a green and blue and red. And it does like wheel things. And the reason why mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that is because it does wheel things. I have a Locust God deck. It's literally basically kind of the same thing. I really, I really don't want to do that. It just feels too similar to things that I already feel comfortable with. And I mean, there's even like that, that one, um, Sultai X spell commander. And I did a, a deck build with that before too. And again, it just felt too themey. It, it didn't feel green. It felt like, okay, we're just going to get excess value off of, um, X spells. And it leaned more towards greens, um, ease of access that I just didn't I didn't have fun with it. It felt like, again, green was helping me hand me things. And it also included like alt win cons, like helix pinnacle, which I love helix pinnacle, but like Mm -hmm. I want to win in a, in a, in a way that doesn't involve me having a gluttonous amount of resources. You know, I'm trying to move to combat. So I'm identifying a common denominator with these, um, these commanders, um, Zyrus aside. Yes. uh, because Zaxara, the Sultai commander that you're talking about, is also a mana dork. Yep. I just, I just, uh... Zaxara is a, a four mana, two, three. Uh, you can tap it to add two mana of any color. And then when you cast the X spells, you create the Hydras. But it is a mana dork. It is. And it just, it just sounds like you don't like mana dorks. No, because I like mana dorks. I like, I like mana. I like doing things. Like, I, mm-hmm. I know mana rocks aren't mana dorks, but like... I mean, in my, in my head they are, but like I have an Alibu deck and I, I, I have run a gluttonous amount of mana rocks because you want to have a bunch of tapped things and mm-hmm. like, even like Raga Draga cares about mana dorks, but that just yeah. feels again, themey. It feels themey. It feels like a gimmick, you know, like this is my mana dork deck. This is my X spell deck. This is my bear deck, my elf sure. deck. It's like, I don't want to have a theme. I just want to be green. Maybe I'm being too picky. So you're... <laughs> And this this brings up this compelling um, this compelling angle. You don't want to do a theme deck like one way or another, whether that's just um, X spells or dorks. Uh, you're in this gray area where if you're not beholden to a specific theme, mm-hmm. you're riding that fine line of just being a good stuff pile. But I know you you don't want to play a good stuff pile either. But that's the thing with green. Uh, that a lot of people kind of um, just immediately go to, and yeah. I, I can see the look—the look on your face right now is 
like light bulbs just firing off. Cause, cause it's, it's really true. It's really true because like I find theme decks only to be fun when I'm really invested in a color or I'm really mm-hmm. invested in the theme. Like if someone kind of hands me a theme, I don't, I'm not really into it, but if like my, like my morph on the thing deck, that's a theme I've been cultivating for like months now and I'm just lazy and I haven't finished it. But like, you know, offhandedly, I don't want to be like, I want a good green commander and someone goes, okay, here's a Finn the Fang Bearer, Death Touch, Poison, you know, in fact deck. To me, that doesn't really make it fun. And I, you were there for this because when we were in Philly in our little like um, mystery booster packs, my little bonus card in one of them was a Selvala. Yeah. And I had a lot of people recommending Selvala to me. It's mono green Selvala, which I actually have in front of me here. <laughs> Selvala is just like a good stuff commander. Um, three mana, two, three. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield, its controller may draw a card if its power is greater than each other creature's power. And then you can tap a green and tap it. Add X mana and any combination of colors to your mana pool where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. And that's a really good commander. And that's a quintessentially green but you're also right. This lends itself to good stuff, green, ease of access, what have you. Yeah. Yes. And I don't like that. But now, can oh. I can I pitch you on a Salvala? I'm going to pitch you on two Salvala um, concepts. And one of them I know you're interested in because it's on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to start <laughs> with the other one first. Okay. You can build Salvala as a group hug deck because it's Maybe. anybody playing the largest creature gets to draw the card fair there's a lot of different effects like heartbeat of spring that um let people make more mana you're essentially just feeding the chaos of the table but at the end of the day Mm -hmm. you're the biggest dumbest greenest player at the table you're gonna have the biggest dumbest greenest creatures so you give this false sense of hope for the table that is not a bad idea i (laughs) The lilt in my voice. Also, you can gather my hesitancy yeah, you're like, from it. Uh, oh, it's, it's, it's like it's like there, I, but it's not. But it is. It's it's like I don't I don't know what it is about the color. I really don't know what it is about the color. Maybe it looks like broccoli. I like eating broccoli, but like when I look at it, I'm like it just it's not giving me the brain sparks that I usually yeah. get with deck building. Because you and I really prescribe to the Marie Kondo method of deck building, where you build what Heck brings yeah, you joy. Do. And um, I, I I won't go through with the build if I don't find it to to do that for me in some capacity. And I'm just, I don't know what it is. Like there are green creatures that I see that excite mm-hmm. me or green cards that excite me, but nothing as a commander, which I find really interesting. A lot of good green pieces that aren't even support pieces, but nothing, they're just, they're nothing just in the legendary. Cards. Yeah. That I find fun, that I find interesting, like a natural growth. I think that's an insane card. I think it's fun. I think I it's cool. I would run it. Heartbeat. I almost bought one this weekend at uh, SCG Con Charlotte. I was this close to buying it, but I was like, my friend owes me money. So I'll just have him <laughs> get me an unnatural growth instead. Now, here's something interesting. You said you love unnatural growth. Yes, I do. Did you know? Well, did you know that you can play unnatural growth in the command zone thanks to Phyrexia All Be One? This is totally reading like a radio ad right now, and I don't mean it. <laughs> I don't mean for it to do so, but I'm gonna try and sell you on Zopandral Hunger Dominus, which is literally unnatural growth in the command zone. Uh, it's a four-six with reach. 
at the beginning of each combat, double the power and toughness of each creature you control until end of turn, and then you can do the Phyrexian mana indestructible thing by sacrificing some creatures. You know what? I'm a little mad. I'm going to tell you why. Because you gave me... Yes, it is! You yes! opened in yes! your packs in Philly. Yes, I did! I Okay, okay. <laughs> So I'm really glad you remember that because when we were in Philly, we got our I, little I have it packs, on the desk right here, and I have my I have my my my, my here too. I I opened I opened that little dude, that little green guy. I remember I opened him, and I was like, "Ooh, it's green!" And then you were like, "Oh, I opened Tekuthal, and it was the alt art in the foil, the one that you wanted." And I was, and like, I was like, "Hey." <laughs> Do you want to trade? And I was like, yeah, sure. We just literally chucked them across each other the room and we switched. And I'm like, I'm a little salty at myself because I feel like if I were to do green, I mean, it's not super expensive now. Like it was during no, Philly, but that, like, like super dope oil slicked one now too. Oh, I will. Oh yeah, that's true. And the super dope oil slick isn't that expensive. It's like what? 15 bucks at the, yeah. at this current moment. If, I could do that. By the time this episode releases tomorrow, it'll be even cheaper. Yes, honestly. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is not a commander. I, I considered right now. It is probably in the lead. Like it still isn't giving me the little brain sparky poos. It's not, but it is it is it is up here compared to Selvala who's right here. Like like I have Selvala at a convenience, all right? Um Well, can I um I I, I was about to say, can I blow your mind with one of your other favorite green cards and Zopandrel together? But it doesn't work. Okay. So never mind. <laughs> uh I know how much like you've mentioned Colonian Hydra like several times in the last like hour and a half, which is this um zero zero for five mana with trample it enters with counters on it when it attacks double the number of plus one plus one counters on each creature you control doesn't double power and toughness that's actually not the card i referenced you're thinking colonian hydra mine is colony hydra big difference Colony Hydra is a green 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 eight eight that costs one green pip less for each green creature you control. There's a big difference between those two cards. And can you kind of tell what green cards spike my interest is the weird, like impossible. <laughs> big, big, dumb idiot. idiots. Like, yeah, the weirdest dumb. Idi- so you like, but you like this one, but you don't like Gigantosaurus. Yes. Which is no, green, 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 green for a 10, 10. Yes. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. There's um, a nuanced opinion here. I can tell. There is. T- two reasons. One makes total sense. The other doesn't make sense. We'll, sure. we'll start with the one that makes sense. The one that makes sense is, um, to me, Colony Hydra. Like, yes, it does cost one green pip less for each green creature you control. But I, to me, that feels like they're not the same by any means. But in my head, I'm like, wow, this is kind of like a green storm herd where it has a really obscene mana value, like, and it gets you an interesting payoff. Like, it's to, to, it doesn't scale to storm herd because storm herd is like up here in terms of power level. It's like a yeah. super high mana value and stuff. But like when I but when I see a card with that intensive a mana value, my brain goes, how can I cheat that? You know? And I was able to do that with storm herd and Elminster, but with Colony Hydra, I'm just like with green. 
just have some green little dudes on the battlefield and you just poop them out. You got to play green for green to be able to Dang. cheat Kalani Hadra. There it is. You see what I'm saying? Like it, it doesn't need support colors because it needs itself. That is it. It, now, it just needs family. It just needs family. Yeah, like needs family. this is the Fast and Furious of of green cards. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't don't make me hate it. <laughs> don't make me dislike <laughs> Colony Hydra. After I just told you I liked it. The the reason well, why see, I like I this thought card... you were talking about a totally different card. So we're we're to- we are like no, in I love Colony Hydra to begin with. No, you're good. I love Colony Hydra. Don't get me wrong. It's a fun card. It, it just sits on the battlefield. And then you're good. But like, mm-hmm. I like this one because you have to do weird stuff to get to it. Now, the reason sure. I like this more than uh, than Gigantosaurus, the weird reason, um, is because I, the art for Gigantosaurus makes me want to scream. I hate it. <laughs> but I really like this art with the border and the mythic red set symbol. But Gigantosaurus yeah. is just like, what okay a dinosaur with a with a poopy little m19 gold symbol get out of here i like my symbols weird and red you know i just it just doesn't you hit. like the older border i it, do it's it's fine fine to say that okay now you like kalani hydra can i introduce you to thrasta yes you can it's not like shasta the old drink this is thrasta tempest roar okay from modern horizons too so this is 10 and 2 green. Uh, it's a legendary dinosaur. The spell costs 3 less for each other spell you cast this turn. The more green idiots that you're playing in your turn, the cheaper it gets. So you, this could be a 2-mana 7-7 seven, seven with Trample mm-hmm. and Haste. And it has Trample over Planeswalkers, which is weird green rules text. But it involves destroying Planeswalkers. So I'm sure that's going to like convince you otherwise. Do you remember... Do you remember when there used to be a rule that like cards shouldn't have what more than three to four lines of text? I remember that rule. That's a lot of lines of text. That's one, two, three, four, technically five or six. If you exclude the little parentheses, that's yeah, a lot of I'm, lines I'm of text. I'm including them. Uh, so what, probably eight or nine, <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> like, like the trample over planeswalkers makes me sad, but like, but that's just because I like Planeswalkers. That's not that's not to, to the detriment of the card or the or the card mm-hmm. design. I actually think we should see more of that, Loki, because Planeswalkers are kind of kind of rough. Um, that being we, said, we, hey, again, we did an episode on that. We did do an episode on that as a Planeswalker it's lover. Up the, it's up in the corner right now. If you're watching on Bing. YouTube, but like Thrasta, I don't know. I like look at it and I'm like, eh. You know, like I look at it, it just seems so easy. I don't know what it is. Like it's like, yeah, it's twelve mana, but so what? So is Galta, right? Galta's like what twelve mana more? Galta's twelve mana, but it is easier discount than Thrasta. I mean, it is easier. It's still not doable. Three less to cast is still a pretty big chunk. What all you have to do is like, if just cast. If you have multiple land drops a turn, which Green is easily able to do, or you just like if you cast like what like a rampant growth of Farseek, and. uh and uh, let's just throw out a, a nature's lore. Then there you go. You're you're able to probably poop out a thrasta yeah. pretty quick. To me, that just feels kind of like I don't know. I rather I would rather walk the weird line to get to like Colony Hydra, which does discount just like Thrasta, but mm-hmm. this to me just doesn't you know, it doesn't I, give I, me the brain. Also has like a similar discount to where you just have to have the power in play. 
which is so easy and green. You sneeze and you hit that with Galta. I'm sorry. And I have a Galta. I have that pretty little secret layer version, but I'm like, yeah, I love that one. It just takes, it just takes nothing for Galta. It's like Galta's like Blasphemous Act in red. Like Blasphemous Act technically is nine mana. You're not going to pay nine mana for Blasphemous for, Act. As far as anyone's concerned, they are part of the same cycle. They just came out <laughs> years. seven or eight years <laughs> apart from each other. There was a delay. They're just completing the cycle. Yeah, slowly but surely. <laughs> it just doesn't hit for me. But I can see, I can see why you, why you recommended it. It's different. Mm-hmm. It destroys what I love. You know, and sometimes you have to embrace what hurts, but uh, you're, you're trying to do something completely different and you mm-hmm. usually advocate for ignoring planeswalkers and doing player removal instead of planeswalker removal. And it's usually to the detriment of everyone else at the table. So yeah. I am trying to show you a card that says, <laughs> hey, that thing that you are trying not to do, you have to do it now. You're encouraged yeah. to do it now. Yeah. This is an exercise in comfort zones, Chase. It is. Well, the thing is, is the trample for Planeswalker actually doesn't even, like, make me uncomfortable. It just, this this is going to sound so mean. I don't want it to sound mean, but this card kind of bores me. It just feels like, like, you know, like, here's another good green thing with a lot of text. It's not like questing beast levels of gluttonous, but -hmm. it's just like, okay, here's another good thing here you go and like i know that you know they're obviously this is an older design and we're seeing better green designs in my opinion Chase, this card as this of card's like barely two years old okay you are not the first person to tell me this <laughs> so i'm sorry but if a card came out two years ago not even it's two old. years this is modern horizons too this it's is like old <laughs> To right. me, it's old. I feel like you're. I feel like you're calling me a boomer for talking about a no, card that's like I'm, a little bit older. I'm, I'm just saying and you, that the, and you want to defend Colony Hydra, which is like yes. twelve or thirteen years old. Yes. Okay. So I'm not like saying that this card is nine. Okay. I'm not. Now I'm getting all befuddled and my bangs are looking weird. I'm basically <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that look at this. Oh my god. So what I'm trying to say is that. Jesus, you have me stressed out. So it doesn't matter like how old or new the card is. It just for me, this just seems like that era of green that was like fuzzy in terms of where it was like it, I think this is the last remnants of the era of green where wizards finally started paying attention to people's criticisms of the color and started trying to find different and unique ways to create green cards and we all know that these sets are made years in advance so like obviously it takes time to implement change and i think we finally started seeing this change implemented right around after modern horizons 2 came out which is why uh, i'm saying it's actually eldraine um that they kind of marked the like rework and redesign of green uh, so it's it, it's been happening for a little bit longer than you think i will it's, no i wouldn't the critical mass say... the critical mass of cards however uh, well, i was gonna say questing beast came out in eldraine yeah i don't think that's i think that's the old era of green gets everything to me that's still in that era you know you see what i'm saying Oh, okay, okay. So you're saying there's we're on like a third era of green then, because there's like Kalani Hydra era of green. Yes. There's like Eldrain to 
modernish, like Modern Horizons one kind of green. Yes. And then now there's this like new big dumb idiot green, but it's just yes. big dumb idiots. They don't staple yes. everything onto the card. They want you playing it across three cards that can be mm. efficiently played. But you still have to have mm-hmm. the three cards to do everything that a questing beast would do. You still have to have the yes. three cards that do everything a great henge would do, and so yes. on. So I'm yes, exactly because there was I I'm too young for this because I didn't play Magic around this area. But I'm I'm coining I'm coining them era one, era two, era three. We're we're using Steven Universe language here. So sure, era sure, sure. one, I know a lot of people used to say, well, green's really bad, green's really horrible, green is unplayable, and then you see that transition into era two where green is suddenly getting really good, really strong, really powerful, really supportive. People start to complain a lot about green getting everything. And for a while it did. Cause again, you have questing. I feel like questing beast is literally the poster child for era two. Cause I mean, there's even a website called like questing beast generator where you Still can generate your own questing beast. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> so like there was that area. And now we're seeing this transition into era three of green where we're seeing more, more meaningful, thoughtful design with green about power level and ease of access. And um, I feel like you could even like map white, you know, as kind of like on top of this, yeah. as you're seeing this change in white too, we're seeing this change in green as well. And I find myself enjoying green cards more now than I did in that Eldraine area when you had like Great Henge and Questing Beast and all those gluttonous pieces, Galta. I mean, just things that were literally like you sneeze and you get something good. To me, that was boring. And that was like the main meat of when I played Magic was that era too. So you wanna you wanna like embrace the janky kind of like weird stuff of World Wake and Rise of the Eldrazi, you know, like 2007 to 2012, 2013, and the stuff happening like right now. You just want to kind of skip that middle part. In terms yeah. of the in terms of the things that you like, yeah, i I really want to achieve. I really want to achieve that feeling of like excitement of being able to do the impossible. Because commander is all about being able to achieve something that you wouldn't normally be able to do in another format, like modern or standard or what have you. And pieces like Colony Hydra and Primal Crux with very crazy mana values seems to kind of be what I'm attracted to in terms of a green play style because it's big, it's green, it's dumb. I want to try and do that or even like unconventional forms of green like that I haven't experienced. So like we've talked a lot about Wave of Vitriol on this show. You opened my eyes to Wave of Vitriol and it's an unconventional form of green removal that I find to be fascinating. And I don't really see that pop up in any colors. So I can't say, oh, I can do this in red or I can do this in black. I can do that in green. You know, I can get a Wave of Vitriol effect in green. And to my knowledge, I can't really find it anywhere else. And I just think that's way more interesting and exciting and unique and big and dumb. So I will say uh, there are cards like Wave of Vitriol that exist in other colors. You just won't be invited back to that table. Okay. Uh, like Obliteration and Worldfire okay. and um, stuff like that. Yeah, that's basically Wave yep. of Vitriol is those cards, but like a little bit more socially acceptable. I think that's a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. But like, I I feel like 
era one green is where I want to live. Era two green is something I want to avoid, like the plague. Era three, I find to be um, kind of walking the line between the two. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's a mixture of both. And I'm okay with that. And I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing, but like I think the only mono green commander from this new era that you told me about is that one from uh from uh Phyrexia All Will Be One. Because I find yeah. that to be again a good a good commander, but it still has that big dumb Timmy thing going on that I really want to get in touch with. Cause I don't even know if I fit into a Timmy playstyle because I don't swing, but I want I want to have the bravery to swing. <laughs> you know? This will, at at the very least, like there's this cool thing with with how um, card design has been going the the last while, and it actually dips into some of this like middle era of cards uh, in a way that uh, a lot of people don't tend to explore very often, because mm-hmm. like around around Tarkir and Ixalan and um, uh, Amonkhet, green was making large creatures. It's just that mm-hmm. gr- a lot of the support pieces for those cards were things like Rishkar's Expertise or Shamanic Revelation, where yes. you're rewarded for having lots of creatures and you're rewarded for having big creatures. Yes. And the way that you get rewarded is by drawing cards, uh, which then just lets you do even bigger stuff and even dumber stuff. Like, it allows you mm-hmm. to have more lands to drop down with Azusa. It has, you know, it gives you more Hydras to play. It gives you more, it gives you a bigger chance of drawing that unnatural growth that you're so desperately trying to play. Because mm-hmm. I know you want to live the dream of having Zopendril and unnatural growth on the table at the exact same time. I Yes, I want to do that. I really want to do that. So you it's, can quad it's successive in the best all way. of your creatures. Yeah, I think that would be so fun. I love that. Yeah, so I, I think like those like hallmark, like buzzwordy kind of cards are kind mm-hmm. of where you get lost in that middle era of green, but the support pieces are exactly what you're looking for because those mm-hmm. support pieces lay the groundwork for you to do this just big Timmy play style that you want mm-hmm. to embrace. Yeah. But in a, just a, in a way that's going to make it so that you're not just sitting there at the table, because the last thing that anyone wants to do when they're sitting at a commander table is to just kind of land pass and kind of like maybe play a card and yeah, that's it. That's a that's a worry of mine with this. So I don't want to do this because I don't want to avoid quote unquote staples. That's not what I want, but I do mm-hmm. want to avoid high value pieces. Yeah. And like um I also trying to implement a tactic that I picked up from you. I know that earlier I said, you know, colony, colony hydra kind of makes me think of Stormherd in terms of mana value, but I know they're not equal. Um mm-hmm. this I feel like is equal is one that I actually already own because I've already bought it is Primal Surge. I feel yeah. like that's speaking my language. Feel, yep, I bought a primal surge and literally posted it on Twitter, and somebody said that you were a bad influence. <laughs> so you, uh, multiple you have, people did. You have an association with this piece, but I was like, I played your, I played your Samet deck when we were in in Philly, and I had a blast with it. I did. It was great. It was too fast for what I wanted. That but game, that game I, in general was just incredibly sped up because of the decks that we were playing with of course of course so you were kind of forced into that um i need to be able to keep up with this fortunately you Mm -hmm. were able to do so but like you said it kind of just wasn't the experience that you were looking for 
Yeah. This is me looking onward as someone who didn't participate in the game, but was in that game. <laughs> you won vicariously through me, though, because I did win through yes, Primal Search. Yes, you did. And <laughs> but the like, look on Ben and Cass's face when you drop that, and you're like, oh, <laughs> okay. Well, that's a you, thing. You looked at me and you were like, you have the win on board. And you and and you were like no chase because that board wipe happened because uh because ben yeah. did that board wipe and you're like no yeah, yeah, chase yeah, yeah. and because i had cast a dog side so i had a ton of mana um yeah and <laughs> you're like no chase you had the win and i was like i'm okay and you're like oh god and then i just passed okay, the okay turn. i trust you yeah i think i played samet and i just cast primal surge and i just dumped the whole deck on the battlefield i was like i don't yep. i'm okay i still have the win because yeah. it was cool and it was fun and i want to do something like that like primal surge is that is that ultimate penultimate thing for commander to me like storm herd is for me and my elminster yeah. deck it is you get to do something big and obscene that you normally wouldn't be able to do in another format and that's why no matter what i want to do i really want to try and like lean into this level of green i just find it yeah, to but- be what works it's also it's also a departure from what you're used to like you're a spell slinger player in in a weird way or like in a i don't know like planeswalkers are kind of spell slingy with the way that you're playing them in kadrick or with the way that you're playing artifacts in alibu you're playing like very spell slingy kind of this and that kind of artifacts whereas uh primal surge is saying what if everything was a creature but that's really why I I like Primal Search so much because it 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 does the thing that I always want to do in Commander, which is the impossible. I want to be able to do the big thing and 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 have this big explosive finish in a fun way that's unique and exciting. And I feel like I can't get that in other formats. And at the end of the day, Primal Surge is kind of at that heart of the green deck I, I want to have. Thank you so much for watching this week's episode of Bad at Magic. If you don't know who I am, my name is Chase, also known as Mana Curves. I stream Paper Commander and deck building on my Twitch channel, and you can also find me writing articles for Star City Games. And I'm at EK Plays Cards on all of the things. Uh, I work behind the scenes with a lot of your favorite Commander content creators, so if you're supporting a lot of other community creators, you're probably supporting me too, and I appreciate that. I also appreciate when you support the show and you can do so by leaving a like, a comment, a review, any of that kind of stuff. Engage with that algorithm. Give us those good brain chemicals because it really does help out the show.